Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. In this podcast, our number one goal is to ease your mind of all the stress that sales tax can bring to you as an e-commerce seller. Our episodes contain the questions that have been posed to us by business owners and other individuals doing business in various states in the U.S., and we will help clear up the confusing, contradicting information you might find online and give you a clear path forward. Hello and welcome. My name is Ryan Johnson, and this is the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. I've got Jason Parr on with me today. Hey, Jason. How are hey, you doing? Ryan, how's it going? I'm doing great. Thanks. Hey, thanks for being on with me. I think Dan is vacationing, so we're going to miss Dan today. Yeah, most people probably didn't know that Dan ever goes on vacation, so we're going to miss some of his technical expertise today. Yeah. But we'll do our best. We've been talking a lot about nexus. We're talking a lot about exposure and taxability and, and what companies should do next, especially when they first get started or maybe they've been in business for a long time and they're now becoming aware of Wayfair and what they should be doing. And so we talk a lot about what we call next. We have an acronym for next. So what they should do next is get a next review done. And so I was hoping that you could talk to us a little bit about taxability portion of our review. Yeah, absolutely. So we get the question all the time, what do I do next? And last few podcasts, we've talked about international sellers, domestic sellers. What do e-commerce sellers do next? And that's a great acronym for they need to understand their nexus and they need to understand taxability because the combination of a company's nexus and their taxability establishes what their responsibilities are or what their exposure might be. Talked a lot about nexus, physical nexus, economic nexus. Some companies might have exposure. Some companies might just be starting out trying to understand where they should register and what they should do. So it's a great question. What do I do next? And next stands for you need to understand your nexus and you need to understand your taxability. And once you understand those two items, you can understand what to do. And uh, when that comes to registering and selling on uh, different e-commerce platforms. A lot of the questions we get is, how do we know how to tax or what to tax, what rate, what's taxable? For a lot of e-commerce sellers who sell items that uh, are tangible property, maybe they sell on Amazon only. And Amazon has a great platform that you can set up and essentially you turn on the tax. Let's say you're a seller that sells toys online. You can simply go into Amazon, you can turn on tax, and Amazon in, in the background is going to be identifying where the item is shipped, and so they're going to be identifying the rate that should be collected, and they're going to identify whether the item is taxable. They'll even indicate whether they should be collecting the tax or you should be collecting the tax and provide you a report so you know exactly what taxes have been collected, what taxes have been collected by you and need to be reported and what taxes have been collected by them that need to be reported. So that's a fairly straightforward concept. But you might be someone who sells on Amazon and Shopify, or you might sell on Amazon, Shopify, eBay, Walmart, Magento. You might have multiple platforms and and it might get a little bit more complicated. Uh, If everything you sell is taxable on those platforms, then there's a way that you can set up those platforms to collect tax. They may not be as sophisticated. Not every platform is the same. So 
they may not calculate the rate in the same way. You might have to enter the rate, put the rate in the platform that it collects. It'd be nice if it just does it for you, but not all platforms do that. But what can make it even more complicated is the fact that you might sell something that's not taxable. Someone who sells toys and everybody that they sell to is responsible to pay tax on the items that they purchase in the states where they purchase them. That's one scenario. The other one would be maybe you sell dietary supplements, which may not be taxable in every state, or they may be sold at a reduced rate. So you're not collecting the the standard tax rate for that state. You might sell food, which is taxable at different rates or not taxable at all. Uh, You might sell, in addition to food, you might sell candy and sodas and other types of food, which have different tax rates and even different taxability, whether they're even taxable at all, which oftentimes comes down to the ingredients that's in a candy bar or a supplement bar or protein bar. You could be selling clothes, which are taxable in some states. Some states don't tax clothes, but they don't tax clothes at certain thresholds. So it can get a little bit complicated, and it depends on what you sell. You might even sell services, which are taxed differently, or software, which is taxed differently, or software as a service, which is taxed differently. So taxability is really, really important to understand what your responsibility is. And then once you understand that what you sell is taxable in some states or all states, you really need a good process for collecting that accurately. So when it comes to some of the complicated cases where you can't just turn on the tax on Amazon and be good, we really encourage people to have a strategy call with us and let us understand what platforms they're on and what might be the best situation for them. What might be the best way to set up those platforms or even use a third party automation provider who might be able to look at all of those platforms and aggregate the information and plug in and collect the the right tax rate on the right items and also apply the right taxability depending on where those items are shipped and what the taxability may be. So I, I guess I would clarify or summarize that the taxability aspect of what do I do next is really, really important. What platform you sell on plays a part or platforms what you sell plays a huge part, where you sell those items and who you sell those items to play a big part based on taxability or whether a tax should be collected at all. Unfortunately, what can happen in some situations is you can be over collecting tax at a significant rate and that causes some agitation in the marketplace, obviously. But worse yet, you could be under collecting tax depending on how your platform is set up. And that can hurt you too in a situation where a state deems that you're under collecting and would require you to pay that tax out of your own pocket. So everyone has heard before what we say at Pizer Johnson, that that's the biggest tragedy in sales tax. A situation where you could have collected the tax, even the correct tax at the time of the sale and didn't, and then a state requires it out of your own pocket with penalty and interest. And that is a big tragedy, no doubt. So the last thing I would say about that is the platform setup itself is really important. So if you sell items that are both taxable and not taxable or at reduced rates, some platforms are sophisticated enough that uh, you can apply codes within the platform, which are indicate the type of item that you're selling. And getting that code indicated correctly is important in the platform. Just to give you a brief example, let's say I sell an Amazon only. Amazon has a pretty sophisticated setup for mapping the items that you sell to codes 
that would determine the taxability and the rates that would be applied on those sales. So if you just set up a general tax code to collect tax on everything that you sell, and some states and some items that you sell are not taxable or at reduced rates, you're overcollecting. So let's just take dietary supplements, for example. I know I sell dietary supplements, but I also sell other items that are fully taxable in all states. But I set up the dietary supplement tax code in Amazon. I'm likely under collecting on items that are not considered a dietary supplement. And so what I have to do is go in and override the items that are fully taxable or that would be related to different code. So it's, it's fantastic if everything that you sell is taxable and you can just turn on one code and turn on all tax for all states in the system. But where you have both taxable and non-taxable items or items sold at a reduced rate, it's actually quite more complicated because you've got to be able to map each product line to a particular code and you've got to do that by product in the system. And so that can take some time and you want to make sure that the system is giving the, the correct responses on the code that you're using. So you could use a code that you think is the right code, but it's actually not taxing the items correctly in a particular state. So one thing that we do in helping our clients is we go in there and we look at the results. We look at the uh, taxability responses from the system and determine the best code that could be used for the product that you sell. And we do this across multiple platforms. If you sell on multiple platforms, we also partner with multiple software providers to automate that process and, and connect to those platforms to, to help automate that process for you. But what's really important is, is giving us a call so that we can walk through that, talk about your situation, your platforms, what you sell, and give you the best recommendations that we can to help you both get set up properly, but do it in the most cost-effective measure and the one that limits your exposure to the states and tax out of your own pocket. So it's kind of a long-winded answer, Ryan, but <laughs> and that's how important taxability is when we ask the question, what do I do next? Yeah, I just have one question. So let's say you have a product in one state taxable, other state not taxable. Would you need to register your business in a state where the item is not taxable? And that is a great question. So people sometimes get tired of this answer, but it depends. So if the only thing you sell in a particular state is not taxable or it's only sold in a wholesale or for resale format, then there's a question of whether you need to register. So it, it might be a situation where you have nexus because your gross sales exceed mm -hmm. an economic threshold or you have a physical presence in that state. But what you sell or who you sell to never requires you to collect a tax. In that case, you don't have any exposure in that state. So we would work with you one-on-one -on -one to determine if it makes sense to register in that state, or if really there's no chance that you would have exposure and you might not need to register in a state where that scenario is in place. All right, yeah. Uh, thanks, Jason. Uh, thank you for your time. And I hope this answers a lot of your questions you guys may have, and we hope to see you guys next week. Ditto, thanks, Ryan. You've reached the end of another episode of the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. If you have any additional questions about today's episode or you just need some help, you can find my contact information down below. Connect with us at salestaxforonlinesellers.com and don't forget to find us on Facebook. We post new content every week.